Welcome to the Fraternity of Golf podcast. I'm Stephen Walsh. And I'm Marty Carr. Today we'll be talking about Royal Dornock Golf Club, Donald Ross, the Scottish Highlands and the Donald Ross Pro-Am. On today's podcast we're joined by Neil Hampton who's the General Manager at Royal Dornock Golf Club, Don Meadows who's the Director of Golf and Head Professional at Quail Valley Golf Club in Florida, Rob Stein who's the President of Donald Ross Sportswear and a sponsor of the Donald Ross Pro-Am. And finally, one of the great characters in Irish golf, Albert Sharp. Marty, can you just give us a little bit of background to the Donald Ross Pro-Am and how it came about? Uh, well, Stephen, back in 2016, I think it was, uh, one of my colleagues, Mark Byrne, had mentioned to me about he thought that uh, there's, there was a great opportunity to honour Donald Ross. And for those of you who don't know the real background of Donald Ross, he's one of the most uh, prolific and iconic golf course architects in the world. He was born in 1872 in Royal Dornoch, uh, which is, I think it's rated number seven or eight in the world. Uh, and 1899, he became the head greenkeeper at the old course in St. Andrews under old Tom Morris. He emigrated to America and designed over 400 golf courses, including Pinehurst Number 2, Oak Hill, Oakland Hills, Seminole, East Lake, Aronwick. So in reality, uh, Mark suggested that there was a great opportunity to get members of those clubs to come over and play golf in the home of Donald Ross. But it's more than that. It's obviously about the golf course. It's about uh, playing golf in the Highlands. And the formula has been very, very successful. And I know today we're going to talk to a number of people who were there uh, and can tell you firsthand about their experience. But uh, it certainly is a very unique combination of great, great golf Great crowd of people and uh, great crack. Albert, thanks for joining us. I hear you have a bit of a soft spot for Royal Dornock, have you? I have to say, and I'm not bullshitting you or blowing smoke up anyone's ass, it's now my favourite golf course, Royal Dornock. All my life, Waterville has been my favourite golf course. I love Waterville. I just love everything about it. But without doubt, Royal Dornock for me is fantastic. I tell everyone, they owe me about 200 grand in PR. I'm telling everyone about the place. What is it about it, Albert? What is it about it? Oh, about the it? whole place. Well, but I, we had a ball. You're right. It was a great gang there. And it was great fun. And I've been on loads of trips. I've been around the world, every golf course you can think of. Uh, there was just something special about the place. I actually fell in love with it. It is absolutely spectacular. And yeah. uh, we had, a, at nighttime, the restaurants, a few drinks together. It was just everything gelled. It's a fantastic golf course. Isn't there, something special, isn't there something special about being able to walk out of your hotel down a set of steps and that stand was on great. the first tee of one of the great golf yeah. courses? And yet, it's not a resort. It's The golf hotel is beautiful. The, the Lynx House and Doorknock. I mean, that, that's part of the absolute charm of the whole place. Rob Stein, give us your take on it all. The great. whole package is uh, it, it's really unusual. It's really... Um, uh, <laughs> It's a little bit indescribable. It's so awesome up there. It's so remote and it's so uh, uh, it's so pure in terms of the uh, the landscape and the golf and the people and uh, uh, and Marty, you're right. You walk right out of the hotel, right down to the tee, and uh, uh, it's such a good group of local people that are so easy to be with. I think that's really uh, I think that's something I really enjoy. There is. Uh, the people are, um, I guess it might be easy to overlook them and just look at the golf course, but uh, it just the people there have just a really, really nice way about them. And the golf course is spectacular. 
Don, what do you, what's your take on the golf course being the only guy in the group who can actually hit a golf ball on the Zoom call? What's your take on the golf course uh, and, and having won the pro prize? Um, what, what, what does the golf course do for you? Well, I mean, look, I think it's a little bit of what Albert was just talking about, um, as well as Rob and yourself, in that, you know, just walking out, you know, out your room, out to the first tee, and uh, to think, you know, golf started there over 400 years ago. You know, it's just, it, it's hard just to believe that that even took place. I mean, when America as a country was only founded, you know, about 250 years ago, so just put that in perspective. And then obviously the home of Donald Ross where he was a greenskeeper. And so it's just kind of hard not to take any of that as a part of the experience there. But once you actually get on the golf course, what I loved about it is from a, you know, I think whether you're a good player or whether you're a beginner, it's actually a golf course that I think anybody could play uh, quite mm-hmm. candidly because there's very few force carries. Greens are designed great. Um you know, and you can play a lot of different styles of golf. If you want to play it in the air, you can play it in the air. You can play it on the ground. You can play it on the ground, specifically around the green complexes, having just a multitude of different ways to play the short game uh, itself, to me, uh, was great. Whether you wanted to putt from 30 yards out, whether you want to use a hybrid, whether you want to do a little chip shot or a pitch shot, there's just so many ways to play that golf course that quite candidly, modern golf, courses that are have been built maybe in the last 50 years and maybe not so much the last 10 because I think we are as architects are getting back to more of that quite candidly but that being said uh, there was a period of time where that wasn't the design philosophy specifically here in the states that that that's been missed and I think that that might have been even why there was a decline in golf because golf courses were built for certain players well a place like Dornick isn't built for one style of play. You can play it a thousand different ways. Um, I loved everything about it. Um, and, and specifically to your event, uh, Marty and Robin, uh, I would say that, you know, I know we're talking a lot about Dornick, which it should be talked a lot about, but Castle Stewart was exceptional. And yeah, that was great. And, and Brora was great to be out there on the golf courses and see the Highland Cattles and just, just different things at different places. And, I just couldn't say enough great things about the entire event. Did you enjoy the concept of having three amateurs playing with you? I know you were stuck with Kevin Given, and it's pretty <laughs> impressive that you managed to win with Kevin on your back. But uh, and he was also busy protecting the two members from Albert. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Uh, so look, I mean, look, it's it's tough being outdriven by Kevin. You know, but uh, he is my boss. So every now and then you you kind of hit one in the heels. So that he, he's finally hit that good one out there and he wants to take credit and come back to America and gloat about how he is outdriven. I really, I really do think you should play off the men's tees, though. Yeah, yes. that's, for a different, that's for a different day and a different discussion. And my review is coming up here at the end of the year. So I'm going to be kind. Well, as long as you know, it's good to know that he's still gloating about it. How how long ago was the event? I can assure you that he's gloating about it. Yeah. Uh, There's there's not a day that doesn't come by that somebody says, I bumped into Kevin down at the River Club, and he talked about the drive he hit on 16 that was past your drive. (laughs) But but that being said, uh, Stephen, to your point, yes. I mean, uh, I'm very fortunate here at Quell Valley. It's, It's part of what we do. We travel quite a bit with our members on an annual basis, whether it's, using car travel to go, you know, play at different places in Ireland or Scotland or wherever it might be. I've been fortunate to play in the father-son that Marty's uh, group puts on at Waterville. And I agree with Albert, one of the best golf courses in the world. Uh, But uh, specifically the format 
for this particular bit. The Donna Ross is one that's well fitted for anybody, uh, you know, any pro in the country uh, to bring their groups or, or around the world for that matter. Uh, they can be rest assured that Royal Darnock, uh, Castle Stewart, Brora, those three golf courses specifically, all of my members and I had one that was a really good player, one that was a, you know, mid-level player and then, and then Kevin. And, uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> all of them, I would say that enjoyed the experience and had a good time. And uh, everybody that I saw on the entire trip enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, everything that you guys put on, having the speaker uh, talk about Donna Ross uh, down at, you know, middle of the downtown area, and we all had an opportunity for him to talk about Donald Ross, his life in the town there of Dornick uh, was great. And then obviously spending time and I don't drink, but I did do the scotch tasting and it was a great night. And, and look, there's something to be said. That was the night before the final round. And I actually played pretty good the final round. So maybe I should take a drink. <laughs> maybe you should start. <laughs> so, so anyways, I just, look, it was five star everything about it. And uh, you know, Dornick speaks for itself, the Highlands area, uh, to Marty's point, it's not a place that a lot of people go to, but I've been fortunate now to go twice and it, it is a place everybody should go to. And in this event lends itself to having a competitive type of event, yet an opportunity to do a lot of fun things. That's kind of all built into a unique part of the world for, for golfers. And it, it really is. It's a spectacular place. So Albert, you You've played everywhere. Marty, Marty nicknames you America's guest. So of all the places you've played, you say Royal Dornock is your favorite. And this without, without a doubt, and I've been everywhere uh, except Australia. But without doubt, uh, Royal Dornock just for me was the best. Marty hit the drink. That's how good it was. And we killed, <laughs> we killed poor Peter. Peter's been on the road for 30 years and he goes on one trip with Albert and Mahoney and he's brown bread. <laughs> Albert, what is it that makes it so special? On a fine day, the sea and the way the, the whole sweep down, uh, it is just ro it's romantic more than anything else. It's pure. It's absolutely, it's my favourite golf course in the world. And I played, That's amazing. I'm, not, I'm not trying to boast. I played at the top 100 golf courses in the world. I played you don't, about need, you don't need to list them. You don't need to list them all off, Albert. It's all right. No, I just, I played about 60. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I played until I happened to see the top 100 <laughs> on the magazine. I'll say, yeah, I played that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a personal, a personal opinion. Royal Dornock is fabulous. Absolutely yeah. fabulous. Neil, this all must be music to your ears, is it? <laughs> Yeah, you're all, I mean, it's wonderful sitting here listening to all this and you're all very kind and, and we're, we're delighted that you enjoyed it so much. And and, and back to Rob's point about um, the members making everybody welcome, that's one of the things that we are very keen on doing. The thing that we're generally here for is to share a golf course with as many people as want to come. And we're as excited as you are about how you find a golf course, how you feel about the golf course. Don's comments about the green complex has been suitable for everybody, the course for everybody. So we are keen to get that feedback. That's why we're keen to, to share it with you and to speak to you afterwards and share a dram and a beer with you just to, to, to understand why you enjoy it and what you like about it, just as we do, because we play it more often than anybody else. But we still love it as a golf course and a challenge. That's, that's, that's a wonderful way that you describe that, that you guys want as many people to experience it as possible. That's, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's that's not always the case in a lot of the upper echelon clubs. So what a wonderful uh, thing for you guys to feel that way. And I must say to what Rob was just saying earlier as well, uh, the folks there, your entire staff, and obviously all of the members, they seem delighted to have 
everybody there. And uh, what a wonderful thing. Well, it's a good Scottish trait that we have, you know, that we've got so many golf courses here and every town village has a golf course. So everybody plays and everybody understands the game. But well, we all want, all want to share the game for everybody else, to, to share our ups and downs, share the highs and lows, the birdies, the bogeys, the long drives, the short drives. And that's what the chat in the bar is always afterwards. How did you get on? How did you play? What happened here? What happened there? And the way I was brought up is that the game of golf in Scotland is to share. It's not to keep. It's not ours to, to, to hold on to and preserve. It's ours to, sh to get out there and make sure we all play golf. So whether you're three years old or 93 years old, let's get in a golf course and see what we can do together. As long as we sit down and have a laugh and a bit afterwards, that's exactly what the golf is about. So for us, it's the game that everyone should, should take part in. And whether you're any good or you're not, or you're, you're brilliant, you know, we're all going to do the same. As I say to everybody, everybody that comes to Dornock, it's generally just their hobby or their leisure time. It's not, it's not they're here to make money. We're here to make fun. You know, and that's thanks, thanks to Marty, if I can go back to that a little bit. I think one of the comments you made at the very beginning, Marty, was that there, you were really surprised there wasn't a Donald Ross tournament already. You know, I mean, we, we're lucky that many of the guys come to Dornoff from, from North America because they've heard of Donald Ross, they've played a lot of courses, they wanted to find out where his inspiration was from. So they all come here and they all do the research. But you're right, why was there not ever a Donald Ross tournament before? So it's thanks to you that we really have one now that we can hang a hat on and say yes. The place where the man was born, where he grew up, where he got his inspiration from, where he learned his craft. We now have a tournament and a trophy in his name. You know, and thanks to you and, and Robin for backing it up. Yeah. We can now really go out there and say, look, come and play where Donald Ross learned and come and win the Donald Ross trophy. Rob Stein, fresh off his golf trip to Florida, gives us a bit of an insight into the influence that Royal Dornock had on Donald Ross's courses all around America. I was just going to say, it's really, it's really, um, it's really fun, I guess, uh, to, you know, I say I was just down in Florida. I play, played at a couple of Ross courses, not well known, uh, Sarah Bay in Sarasota and another course, uh, Bel Air up in, uh, near Clearwater. And, uh, you know, from those two golf courses, you, you, you play the golf course and everywhere you look, you see Royal Dornick. Yeah. The DNA. You, look, you see Royal Dornick. It's amazing. It's amazing. It, it gives you goosebumps. And, uh, and you guys all know what I'm talking about the push up greens and the turtle, the turtle back uh, uh, design of the greens and so forth. Uh, it, it's, it's just wonderful to see that that carried him through his whole career, by the way. Any of his golf courses, they, they're all completely different but they all have very similar features when you get up towards the grains. And uh, I don't know, it's just really cool to see that uh, in Sarasota, Florida, when it was brought over here from Dornick. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, Dornick itself, um, just, you know, I, I guess one of the things that I think they, there's pictures and stories of Tom Watson and, and Sandy Tatum out there, probably got to be 40 years ago, right, Neil? Mm -hmm. 50 years ago, got to be 40 years ago. And, uh, you know, they're playing in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a pouring rainstorm, the second 18, and uh, they get done, and Tom Watson looks at Sandy Tatum, apparently, and just says, this is the most fun I've ever had on a golf course today. Mm -hmm. So, it's pretty cool, seeing him with a push guard. So, Rob, how... How did you become involved? Obviously, it was a bit of a no-brainer with the Donald Ross brand. Yeah, it, it, it was. Um, we're a fairly new company. We're 12 years old. Uh, we've got a great group of clubs and so forth. 
Uh, we've been looking for a way to mingle with and reward uh, some of our customers on a little more intimacy. And uh, this was this was really a, this was a no brainer. This was a no brainer. And uh, you know, we formed a real nice partnership with uh, Car Golf through this um, the whole experience. And um, you know, we're we're working. <laughs> I think our I think our relationship is is improving every day. But more importantly, um, this is just a great event to bring people together, uh, centered around golf and having a great time. Neil, you must be looking forward to having having the gang back over again. Yeah, I mean, I, I really am. I mean, uh, again, it's it was the first event that Marty's held at Royal Dornock, so we we do a lot of events for various different people throughout the years. So I wasn't sure what to expect. I, I've seen people who do everything for you and people who want you to do everything for them. Yeah. But to see that the, the car golf team roll into town really does take professionalism to an, another level. The, when, I, when I saw them setting up the table, setting up the banners, checking everything, whether it's outside or on the golf course, it really does strike you that, that if you do a car golf event, you're going to get looked after to the nth degree, where they're going to make sure the golf club doesn't need to want for anything, the players don't want for anything, and everybody's going to have a great time. I really can't commend Martin and his team enough for making it a proper professional event both in with a with a, a small p and a capital p because this really is something that they can aspire to be part of and so i just had to stand back and let it all happen you know it was something great for me not to have to go and find something or sort something or fix something or go and rush out and do something i stood back and marty says you want a beer and i went well why not i've got nothing else to do so, <laughs> so. <laughs> thanks very very kind words neil i mean look at the end of the day you know, we've been running events for about 30 years now and, and we know what people want when they go out mm -hmm. and it's, you know, good golf, good fun uh, and good crack. Uh, and, and to be honest with you, you know, literally everything's included. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, entertainment, transportation. So the idea is, and I mean, it's pretty much the Amer American service level in an understated way mm -hmm. whereby everything is available. Uh, but it's in an understated way. It's not in your face, mm -hmm. uh, but there's always somebody there to solve a problem or answer a question. Some of, the, some of the requests we've had over the years have been pretty pretty extraordinary. Um, Any uh, good ones? Yeah, we had one time we had a guy show up in the first tee and he opened up his golf bag and there was no clubs in it. Um, because the night before, it had been raining the day before and his clubs were drenched and he brought them back to his room and he had them all laid out drying by the radiator and he was late for his tea time, very hungover, and he rushed, grabbed the bag, rushed out... <laughs> So, but by the first, by the time he, by the time he got to the first green, we we had a stub to him. So, you know, that's that's kind of an example of uh... <laughs> pretty good, actually. Mark. <laughs> I have had the great luxury of being to a couple of uh, the father uh, father child events, and now with this, and we've had several of our um, members uh, utilize car travel for their travel trips and. So what Neil just said earlier is 100% spot on. Uh, Marty the and their crew do everything. I mean, everything exceptional. Uh, they There is nothing to be worried about. So when we send a member, you know, whether it's four, six, eight, that might be traveling over, even on just a, you know, road trip for some guys, we know that we're putting them in hands of people that are going to deliver upon the experience that, you know, what our members are uh, accustomed to, to receiving. So Marty's uh, just kudos to you. You've built an incredible here, here. reputation here, here. and a company. And uh, I'm, I'm just happy that you Cheers. guys invited us to come to the Royal Darnick event last year. And Rob, thanks for your um, sponsorship of that event. Um, and uh, we've appreciated y'all's relationship. Just talking uh, about the, the, um, 
the, the, the whole service level. I mean, to be honest with you, that has been learned over, over 30 to 40 years by going to the States, going to places like Quail Valley and seeing the way you guys operated, but doing it in a, in a kind of a, you know, we, we add our flavor of fun and madness to it, which you've experienced firsthand on many occasions. Um, but, but it really is that, that high level of service, but in an understated way. And I think that has been learned from, you know, like Albert playing golf all over the world in some of the greatest places and taking the best of everything, taking the best of the AT&T or, or, or playing in the big fella in Quail Valley and looking at the little things that you see people doing differently and adding them. And, you know, I, I, I think that's, 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 that's what you're doing is you're, you're taking, you know, we're, we're, in the, we're in the business of creating experiences and uh, it is an experience. It's not a golf tournament or a golf trip. It's a, it's an experience. I, I do want to say, Marty, we are fortunate, Donald Ross, that uh, that we that we ran into each other because you run a business the same way I try to run our business, which is I try to give people a top level service. But no mistake, and we're a family owned business and. Same thing with car golf, where it's not a real corporate strategy that we use. We just really try to pe treat people like family and do the right thing and have fun with them. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's a good formula for uh, for success in the golf industry. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, hey, I hope, uh, I hope the next one's as good as the last one. And I hope it's bigger and better would be great. Marty, you've been running golf tournaments and golf trips for over 30 years now. Have you done things differently with the Donald Ross Pro-Am to get the tournament off the ground? I think, I think probably the biggest challenge in the Donald Ross tournament would be the access. I mean, it is, it, is, it is a hard place to get to. But then again, that's part of the beauty because once you get there, it's actually there's a reason why you want to be there. You know, it's, it's, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. And actually, the most beautiful places in the world aren't necessarily the most accessible. So I think that's part of the formula. Uh, but... You know, getting an event off the ground, as Tom will tell you, with his collegiate event in Quail Valley, uh, you know, it's not easy to start an event and get it off the ground. But actually, when 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 it gets up and running and the word amount starts spreading, well, then 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 it's like a you know, it's a it's a it's a reunion every you know people dip in and out, or some people go every year. So uh, you know, it's it's just great fun. It's just great yeah. fun. Um, is it a is it a strategy of car golf to try and pick the most remote locations in the world for your golf tournaments? <laughs> <laughs> it would appear so. It would appear so. <laughs> I like what you all have uh, planned. I love the delivery of the event. Uh, there's just everything from the tea gifts to the dinners to the lodging to the golf. I just couldn't say enough great things about what you accomplished. I want to echo that from you know from the host tournament host. Um, course that, that like i said at the beginning to, to marty it's the easiest tournament we ever run but it's one that he wants us to get involved in too usually people come and take your course and you've got nothing to do with it and you're brushed aside but marty as, as we all know involves everybody and everything if marty's in the center of the storm and you get sucked into it and whirled around with it and that was great fun for us <laughs> to be part of the maelstrom that went on, went on for that, that three or four or five days i can't remember i've lost two or three days when he was here so i don't know what we're doing We've all lost a few days without Marty. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of our podcast today. Thanks to all our guests and to everyone who tuned in and listened. We look forward to seeing you at Royal Dornock, Brora and Castle Stewart Golf Clubs from the 27th to the 30th of September 2022. 
Check out the tournament section on cargolf.com for more details. Thanks again for tuning into the Fraternity of Golf podcast. We'll be back soon with some more new episodes. Slauncher.